It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest Harry Belafonte. my god do you think that's what they call it sunday because like you go out in the sun well i could get into this with you because is it it's about it's god, christianity right? is a pagan sun worship religion right mm-hmm. it's like based on like the pagan like mystery this sun is religion. the day of rest the seventh day no the seventh day is on saturday the sixth day six days seventh day is on saturday dougie sunday is the beginning of the week right is it yeah the Sabbath is supposed to be Friday night to Saturday. Okay. And seven-day so then... Adventists celebrate it that way. Oh. And maybe even Jehovah's Witnesses celebrate it that way. And, like, some Catholics... Do Jehovah's Witnesses celebrate it or do they observe it? They because ob- I don't think they celebrate anything. They don't celebrate yet. anything. But they observe it. They don't even it. celebrate birthdays. I'm pretty sure that some Latin American Catholic churches go to church on uh, Saturday. I went to church on Saturday sometimes when I was a kid. But only because it was a shorter mass. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Five o'clock mass. Uh, Megan, it's time to watch the it's Muppets. It's time to watch the Muppets. We watched the Muppets. We watched the Harry Belafonte episode airing in the U.S. originally on February 15th, 1979, and in the U.K. on January 5th, 1979. All I have to say about this episode is, and I've said this before, is that Tim Burton was obviously watching the Muppets and has been influenced by the Muppets over time. And I think for it's sure... Amazing. How Tim Burton, like, I'm like already jumping into it. Why don't you get Tim Burton, <laughs> Tim Burton, I don't think has ever cast a black person in anything. Yet, like this number being such a strong, a strong, like representation of Harry Belafonte's like range and everything. Like it, this song really. It's Deo is like that's a huge part of Beetlejuice. Oh yeah. Like and I don't think I mean people have brought it to like attention that like Tim Burton literally casts exclusively white people in his movies. It's he really ridiculous. Does. Like think about it. I can't think of a single person of color in really any Tim Burton movies. A cast of gray color, but like yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like Or like a colorful personality he like also, uh, Helena Bottom Carter. Or he'll have like I think the voice of Oogie Boogie is oh, yeah. like, but that's obviously got a very like weird stigma of like racial stereotyping behind it too. Like the way he the talks villain. and everything, oh, and, you yeah. know, like it's not good. But yeah, this song, I did not know that Harry Belafonte, that the Banana Boat song was like his song. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, think what would Beetlejuice be without this number? It would suck. No, it, and, like, of course, work see. all night on a drink of rum. Daylight come and me won't go home. I, when this, when that sketch was on, I was literally in my office singing the songs. Oh, my God. What? Harry Belafonte is 95 years old. Go, Harry. He just celebrated his 95th birthday on March 1st. Happy go birthday, Harry, Harry Belafonte. He is an American singer, songwriter, activist, and actor. One of the most successful Jamaican-American pop stars. As he popularized the Trinabag... Trinabag... Hmm. Trinabago? 
Trinbagnian Caribbean music style with an international audience in the 1950s. His breakthrough album, Calypso, was the first million-selling LP by a single artist. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Daylight command me That's so crazy that that song was like was such a big hit and I had no idea that it was so old. That okay, sorry, I'm clicking this. Banana boat song. Came out in 55. Holy shit. Holy shit. That's really wild. Cuz then like even like I just said it's such an integral scene in Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice doesn't come out until 88. That's like, it's like a nostalgia. It's a throwback by the time it's in Beetlejuice. Like, such a throwback, you know? Weird. I was listening to um, this podcast Scott hasn't seen, where Scott Ackerman watches a movie that he's never seen with someone. And it's usually that the person is, like, very nostalgic for this movie or whatever. And that's why they've selected that Scott has to watch this yeah. movie. And it's been, like, Mighty Ducks or, like, other kind of, like, Millennial staples. It it seems uh, to be. Wait, can I just? Can you put a pin on that? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that Disney actually opened the Anaheim Ducks or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that they were Disney was literally the founding company of that expansion team. Yeah, and it was only because of, of the, the success movie. of the movie. Like it's insane. Yeah, and like their logo for ages was like a Disney yeah. logo, and now it's not. No, any I know longer. it's not anymore. They but, sold it though. Disney doesn't own the ducks yeah, anymore. Yeah, now it's like a weird D that looks like a a footprint almost yeah. is their logo. So he watches these movies and he talks a lot about like because these movies that most people are picking are like from the eighties, mm-hmm. and he talks about how like some of them are riddled with boomer nostalgia. That, like, these boomers that were writing and producing these movies were nostalgic for, like, their childhood. So yeah. that's why you have songs like Deo and oh, shit like yeah. that. That, like, at the time, because these people were making these movies, they were nostalgic for their childhood. So we have these reference points of songs like this because we were <laughs> basically, like, force-fed them by other generations. Tim Burton is 63. Jesus. He was born in 58. Yeah. So, like, this is a song that's on the radio as when he's a kid. He's not terribly, terribly old. No. It's cool that... Well, have I told you that I had seen that he he was a uh, puppeteer in the Muppets movie at the very end? I'm telling you, he got... Like, this, I'm telling you, is from... He got that song from seeing Harry Belafonte. We've seen other things with him where, like, we're, like... He pulled this. He yeah. totally pulled it. Just like a complete rip. Yeah. So guest star Harry Belafonte believes someone in the theater has been putting him down, telling Scooter that they said, don't go inside that dressing room. Crazy Harry's in there. Oh, well, they didn't mean you. You see, Crazy Harry's a... Mu- Crazy Harry? <laughs> don't that- Helen and Bottom Carter and Tim Burton's kids look like oh a my- mix of them. Like, they have his teeth. But they have her face. Oh, my God. They're a perfect mix of them. I know. It's like a face swap app, Yes. You know, like where you just take. It's like, like literally they did. If Tim Burton and Helena Bonham Carter like did a face swap. eyes and nose. Yeah. And those and are his, his mouth. mouth. <laughs> that's so strange. I'm like her. I think that's her head, too. Like yeah. her head shape. Because he has like a weird. No, on the boy, it's his head. Sh- like, oh, wait. Yeah. The girl looks a lot like her. With looks his so mouth. much like her. But like. Exactly his mouth and teeth. 
That's so strange. Yeah. I didn't know that they had kids together. I knew that they had lived together. They have two kids together. Oh, wait. I didn't know that they had kids. They because... were together for a very long time. And they didn't just live together. They had houses next to each other. Yes, with they... an underground tunnel, yes. right? That they could go to each other's In houses. France. Bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. <laughs> I just imagine Helen Bottom Carter like sitting at home like Angelina Jolie just smoking cigarettes all day. She has to be. Yeah. Right? That's I all she's doing her. when she's, she's not working. Bananas. Do you watch The Crown? I haven't, but I've. She's very good on The Crown. She is a good actor. I'm not a huge person. Like I'm not a huge watcher of period pieces yeah. and stuff. My wife you really never likes have them. Your period, so I like... never have my period, so I never find time to yeah. watch them. But um, like I've watched some of The Crown, like through the corner of my Nintendo, is yeah. how I like and describe it. And it's good, yeah. yeah. And like she's very good in it. Like very good. She's she good. plays Margaret, I think. Yeah, Margaret Thatcher. No. Oh. That's Gillian she... Anderson. You're uh... right. So maybe her name isn't Margaret. I don't remember what her name is, but she's know. the Queen's like sister. Anne? No, I don't know. I don't think I We're so young. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. Diana. I don't know a lot about the royal family. No, at all. neither do I. And I don't understand the like the, uh, well, the appeal. I mean, I have to you tell know? you, they own the land. Mm-hmm. They own the water. Mm-hmm. So it's like people are like, I don't understand why England still has like, like a pseudo monarchy. And I'm yeah. like, well, because the royals like literally own everything. Yeah, like they kind of have to. They, it's almost like they, as far as I understand, it's that they like let a government exist on their shit, right? Yes. Like, <laughs> but when it comes down to it, they like it's their soil, yeah. their water, their. Yeah. It's like <sighs> so if like if you want to put like air turbines in the water in the UK to co- collect ele- electricity, you have to pay rent to the royal... Like, you have to pay it. A- I, like... These are one of the few things that I get very, like, hippy-dippy about, where I'm just like, you can't own the land, man. No, like, you can't you know, own it's the bullshit. land. It's bullshit. It's such bullshit. You can't own the water. You can't own the land. Uh-huh. I think it's complete bullshit, too. I hate it. it. Like, even, like, down to, like... I don't You own a house, and it's on a piece of property, and it's like, well, you actually you own that property... And the house that exists on the property or whatever, right? Like, but like you have to pay taxes to the government for the property that you own. Yeah, because they act as the king. It's like the same it's, thing. Yeah, it's it. That's like infuriating. Like our to me. government, it's so crazy, is based off of the mm-hmm. the the UK basically. Yeah. And then like you drive, and like there's still potholes. And the Ro- ancient <laughs> Rome. Yeah, exactly. It's bullshit. It's 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 burn really... it down, man. Anarchy in the U.S. How about how about that? The sun never sets. So the Muppet Show theme plays, and a small spot flies. Uh, a small spot flies I... out of Gonzo's trumpet, buzzing around him Very like a bee. Cute. There's another bee in this. The bee, re- yeah, re- like recurs later on in I the UK spot. You... It has to be the UK spot. I'm assuming. I was so annoyed at the bee. I'm like, I can't stand this fucking. Megan, I last week. I said that I liked that episode, and you said, oh. And then this week, you had said... Last week, you said that you liked this episode, and I said, oh. I cannot... I I don't know if I like this episode. This episode, I clocked it. I need to let you... Okay, All so right, let's go to the opening ba, 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 ba. act, yeah. So, Kermit the Frog introduces the show with a script from Fozzie Bear. Laggies and dental friends, welcome again. Oh, so, Fozzie starts his whole thing where he's going to... He typos. thinks it's hilarious that it has typos in it. So Kermit finally gets to introduce Harry Belafonte, and when he does, 
Fozzie interrupts Harry Belafonte's rendition of Deo, the Banana Boat song, on TV, bringing in the pig chorus, offering to be the tally bear, and then trying to get bananas from Burgard, who brings onions, eggplants, pineapples instead. Eventually, some giant bananas are brought in by Sweetums. Trust me. <laughs> Work all night and I drink a rum. May I come and me wanna go home? Stack banana till the morning come. May I come and me wanna go home? Come, Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Excuse Megan, me. uh, um, you when you were watching this episode, you had mentioned to me earlier today that you watched it as Jim intended on your telephone. Um, did you clock how long this this bit was? No, I didn't clock how long it was, but I sang the whole thing, and I maybe this is why I liked it, because it was so long and it was just song. The giant bananas were brought out at the nine-minute mark. Oh, Jesus Christ. This segment went on for eight minutes. Work all night on Are you a kidding drink me? of rum. That's insane. I don't think I've ever understood the lyrics better than this rendition yeah. now that I've heard. Oh, no. Definitely, I have it. I, I didn't, didn't know it was collect six, then seven, then eight, then bunch. Yeah. I thought he was saying six foot, seven, seven foot, foot, eight, eight foot. foot mo- like, I don't know. Ah. Lunch <laughs> yeah. is what I thought. And I really thought it was because, like, you go six feet up the banana and then tree, the shrimp you go seven feet up, pe- you go eight feet up the banana tree, and then once you've gone that far on a banana tree, you can go to lunch. You're done. <laughs> I, I truly believed that, like, they were measuring Dog. how much work you had done, and, like, that's the time that it should take you. So, do they har- – this is a really dumb question, but do they harvest bananas in Jamaica? Where do bananas come from? I think bananas do come from Jamaica. Let's see where I bananas don't... come from. What about the Chiquita banana? I think Chiquita is... Um... Where do bananas come from? I know that they're like... I'm Googling banana. Banana. <clears throat> Let's go to the banana Wikipedia page. I'd be like, hey Siri, where do bananas come from? <laughs> We're so silent as we search. From for South... Bananas. Okay, this isn't... It's like South and Central America to India, China, and Africa. Jamaica was the first commercial producer for bananas in the Western Hemisphere. Nice. Thanks in part to shipping and refrigeration, bananas were able to be sent long distances. Elders and fiefs established the imperial direct line between Bristol and Jamaica in 1901. This was taken over by the United Fruit Company in 1910. Fiefs, I've definitely seen out of banana. Mm -hmm. F-Y-F-F-E-S. Fiefs. I've definitely seen those brands. So that's very cool that Jamaica – so Jamaica is the first in bananas. So that makes sense that a Jamaican singer would be singing such a song about like yeah. this is our – like our export mm-hmm. is bananas. Here's the banana boat song. And I love the idea that like – I don't know. The whole breakdown of the song would like – and then the tally man comes and he counts the bananas. Yeah, and then, banana. Yeah. And then you can go. Also, like when Sweetums brings out this huge bunch of bananas – that's insane. I saw that and I was like, <laughs> the thought of like them building this huge thing of bananas for like. Is ridiculous. This is like just a punchline of like, 
Ha ha! Someone <laughs> finally brought bananas yeah. out. It's insane to me. Like, they're look at how much larger they are than Harry on the stage. And Sweetums, even. Like, yeah. They're huge. The banana, like, each banana has got to be, like, seven or eight if, feet like, tall. I wonder if, like, Mike from American Pickers will ever find that. Probably not. Because, I, because I love the idea of that. From, they probably did that in England, right? They're like, I'm Mike Wolf here, and I'm with... I fucking can't. <laughs> I told you that, and it broke you, and that's so funny. I told, and then he can't pronounce his I name. I can't. Like, who has a last name that they can't even pronounce their own last name? I'm Mike Wolf, and I just and nobody like puts his hand banana. out. He's like, "Hi, I'm Mike Wolf," and he like has his sunglasses. And He's it's so like, cool. What's the other guy's name? The word "wolf" is not onomatopoeia. Like, no, it's not "wolf." Not "wolf." Where are they from? Iowa. Is that an excuse enough? No. No, it's like your name. Like, it'd be like if you're like, I'm Megan Bricaro. Like, you know, like you like start pronouncing your name however you feel like it. Yeah. I don't how, know. How would I feel like it? I don't also, know. like, wolf is like a Pickaro. real thing. So it's not like. Yeah, wolf. Yeah. Wolf is a real thing, I just said. What the fuck is wrong with me? We have Sunbrain. 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 But wolf is an old last name. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, Beowulf had that last name and he was speaking in old english before you can even understand english my favorite thing about beowulf is that <laughs> grendel's mom doesn't have her own name yeah grendel's, she's just she's just grendel's, grendel's mom. mom but she's like not really like your average woman either but like, like what a fucking the crazy villain bitch. of the book is, is grendel's mom isn't she what like the, a green villain or something like that what the fuck does like grendel look like I don't remember. All I know is Grendel's yeah. mom. I don't even know. I don't even think Grendel is a big enough character. <laughs> no. It's Grendel's mom. Is the Grendel big so- exists solely to give his mother a, a prefix or a post. However, Hi, that I'm works. Beowulf. <laughs> I'm Beowulf. <laughs> I'm Beowulf. Oh my God. Backstage Fuzzy Do you Ray. You see him on a. It's a wolf on a kayak. <laughs> I'm Beowulf. In the bay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the joke. When you get home later, tell Ben what do you call Mike Wolf? Yeah, in a kayak. <laughs> Beowulf. Beowulf. Backstage, Fozzie wow, writes the script that's for the not a dad joke. I don't know what is musical number. So as to leave nothing to chance, I lo- this was so fucking funny. Then Ralph reads the script. Here is the musical moment for this week. Uh, curtains open. Lose Zealand and Ralph do something funny. Curtains close. close. Nothing left to chance. Brilliant. Yeah. I also, I'm really excited that Lou Zealand is like just fallen into the fold. I actually, okay, he's a much better character than Beauregard. Yes. How I about love we his, disregard? Like, disregard Beauregard. Yeah. Ha- get the hashtag going. Disregard Beauregard. Yep. Here for Gonzo. <laughs> so Ralph and Lou Zealand sing T for two backwards. So the whole setup of like, do you know T for two backwards? And then, or so, no, Ra- goes, do you know T, T for two? two? And then Ralph says, yeah, I know it backwards. And then Lou Zealand says something about like, that's the way I want you to perform it anyway. And then they literally sing the song backwards. Pure delight. Loved Delightful. It. Loved it. And it's like the perfect, like, we always say like a Ralph bit can like go on too long. And like, no, short Ralph's getting better. Is like the yeah. is the way, and this is a perfect example of a Ralph. Short bit. and sweet with Ralph, always. Daylight come. Megan, pigs in space is back. Oh my god, this is Dr. a good one. Doctor Julius Strangepork's Desalvatron malfunction 
to Salvatron malfunctions, switching the minds of Piggy and Link, Strange Pork and Janice, and then Kermit and Swedish Chef. This always works, honestly, because it's character anytime, switch. Anytime we do a character switch, it's um, a Piggy with Link's with Jim's voice and Link with a uh, Frank mm-hmm. Oz's voice, perfect. Yes, and then when like when Link is like in Piggy's body and he starts like touching up on himself, and then Piggy oh, yeah. and Link's Piggy's body like, is like, don't cut touch it my out. body, <laughs> knock it off. Oh my god! Speaking of Frank Oz. When I was watching the recap from Obi-Wan and I saw Yoda and I was just like, <gasps> do you think Frank, we'll see Yoda in the Obi-Wan show? I hope. Can you check on IMDb if Frank Oz is in it? I don't know. No, they they hardly even update like day of the episode and stuff too to try to like keep spoilers away. But I would love to see him show up in that. I think that Ben should go see Yoda and okay. be like listen we fucked up really hard and well what I thought was gonna happen is that when he was like okay first of all talking about this again mm-hmm. but when they cut to Alderaan I knew it was Alderaan immediately and it I was, was like beautiful I was like we're on Alderaan right I it was, was so beautiful and then I was just like so heartbroken because I was like all these fucking people yeah the entire fucking yeah. planet yeah of this beautiful That planet. little scummy kid who, like, won't respect robots. Oh, I yeah, loved when Leia put him in his, po- oh, yeah. in his place. That was amazing. Oh, my God. But anyway, when when Ben was like, I'm not the man I used to be. Like, I whatever. Hang, mm. hang, you know, call someone else. I thought it was they were going to call Yoda. I thought so, too, for a second. And like, I was like, real. Yoda, Yoda, Yeah, I Yoda. would love to see him show up and see what kind of state he's in. Yeah. Because when we finally... Or I guess when we meet him for the first time in Empire and stuff. And he's like kind of frail and sort of like, you know, a little beaten up and stuff, right? Like, I want to see the kind of state he's in right now in this timeline piece, you know? Because they're saying Kenobi takes place, I think, nine years before A New Hope. You know, so like that's a lot. That's a pretty decent amount of time, I think. Ewan I mean, McGregor did not age into the character that played in A New Hope, but no, but, but they the, can't do anything. They've about They've also that. shown Yoda hopping and bopping around, and then it's yeah. like twenty years later, he's a sick old man in that hut. Like, yeah, I don't and know that doesn't that make that's... any sense because wasn't he like nine hundred years yes. fucking old? And then it's like that extra twenty really did him in. I don't believe it. Is he kind of like dies of old age in Return of the Jedi? Wait, right? like, and Obi Wan dies too, like very early in A New Hope. Yeah, Vader kills him. Spoiler. Oh, yeah. Vader just does like a and like Obi-Wan just like no, disappears into thin air. Yeah. Darth Vader doesn't kill Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan decides to like he leave let, leave to the force or however yeah. that works. He lets but like Vader is he makes the conscious decision to stop fighting and let Vader take his life. It's wild to me that Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker. Yes, and it makes no sense to me that Hayden Christensen is, like, supposedly playing him. Like, Hayden Christensen, you only watched the first two episodes, Yeah, but right? I know, I totally Hayden get Christensen that he is. Hayden Christensen is credited in the second episode, and it's, like, underneath all that, like, prosthetics and stuff, like, what? Why? Oh, well, did you look on Twitter, though? Like, people were, like, going crazy posting the pictures of him standing there in the robe, and then uh-huh. they did, like, side-by-sides and stuff like that. That, I loved, th- I thought that was hilarious, that, like, the in the robe, like, in the distance, and then you just see him turn... That was crazy. I am so 
into this. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't think I could be any more into like I Star Wars. Think I is gave just a like shit. I don't even. I, I didn't started give a shit it and either. I was like, I'm in. I don't care. <laughs> but I watched the first episode and I was like, this is the fucking best. Meg, I'm that level of in where I'm like, oh, there's a Kenobi book coming out in July. Uh, yeah, I'll read that. Oh no, like, why? I'll read that with you. I'm like, yeah, I'll read that. Sure. It's about like Ben coming up before the before his. Are first you? Do- is it a comic book? No. Oh, it's a like regular a book. book. Yeah. Oh, I'll read it too. And I'm like, yeah, I'll read that. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> I'm like, sure. Yeah, I, I'm like all in. Like, I hope the rest of this series goes swimmingly because I'm very excited by it. Are you going to watch the Ahsoka series when that comes out? Ahsoka Tano is the woman. She's orange. Rosario Dawson plays her. She has like the Liku, like a Twi'lek sort of. She was in The Mandalorian. She's uh, orange. She has her own show. Yeah, she's going to have her own show. For what reason? Just because uh, she's Rosario Dawson and she's... Ahsoka's a very cool character. Who is she dating? I forget. Oh, Rosario Corey Dawson Booker. dating Corey Booker. Yeah. Yeah. She's also like probably transphobic and stuff. It really sucks that she's playing Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's a How lot of shit around her. How do you know that she's transphobic? Her. There's like a lot of people who really hate on her. Oh. And it sucks. Is she going to be in the, like, cl- the new clerk set? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that should be coming out very soon. You know, they filmed that down the street from my store, right? At the at the cemetery on Ravine Drive. You're kidding me. Yeah, for like a whole weekend. So like it that they filmed that the same around the same time that it was announced that she was going to be playing Ahsoka, and then I found the first appearance of Ahsoka in a comic, and I was like, I I put I put it next to the register just in case because like I don't know why couldn't they come in. Why not? Maybe they'll come in. So I'm like, well, I need Rosario all, to sign this. I feel if she like comes in. Kevin Smith is not only like a Jersey legend because I feel like he's probably like no one cares about him in certain parts of New Jersey. He's yeah. Central Jersey yes. legend. Yeah, you can't go too far without tripping over something that was referenced. I'm or sorry. Is fully the only in reason that that movies. quick stop is even still in business. Yeah. On that street that like no yeah. one goes to. It's a dirty convenience store that's not affiliated with a brand. Like it's yeah. It's because I've never been in it because I assume it looks exactly like it does in the movie and it's just disgusting convenience store. I've no, I have nothing that I want from it. It looks kind of like it does in the movie, but I it looks a lot better on film, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. It looks better on film, yeah. Yeah. So it's gross, I'm sure. It looks better, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so they filmed that in the cemetery where Lester Lester Sitwell is buried. Oh wow! One of the shark attack victims of the 1916 shark attacks. I don't know what they filmed there, but Rosario Dawson is in the new Clerks, supposedly. Okay. Continuing her, her role as somehow Dante's wife. I don't which know. Which is insane to me. I, I know. 37. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. <laughs> in a row? <laughs> in a row is the best punchline to that. So our UK spot, Zoot and Floyd play Honeysuckle Rose. But are bothered by a bee. Zoot eventually sucks I the bee can't. through his saxophone. The sound of this bee just pissed me off. I really? was like, it was that bad. I thought there was a bee in my room. Oh, it was annoying me. You're crazy. Yeah, I got it. Duh. <laughs> Harry and Anna will perform a drum battle at the end. They both pass. Out. I like this. I thought this was kind of cool because it was like a feature. It was like, and it wasn't just. A drum kit that Harry was playing. He was. Re- it was really, really cool. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was fucking awesome. It, 
that's a huge that looks like a tree stump. He's a true musician. Like yeah. he's like really true to his craft. It's also very cool that like he seems to have had a very long career too. That like, you know, this is about twenty some odd years after the major success of like his first single and stuff and to still be like performing with this like power and emotion behind it and stuff I mean, was really cool been, and then he's been famous as long like we like he's always been like a name yeah. i mean yeah as fozzy is writing the script his tie gets stuck in the typewriter when rolf hears that fozzy is stuck he assumes that that must have that uh, he assumes that he must have writer's block and tries to help him out he checks on Fozzie's progress, yanking the paper from the typewriter and pulling Fozzie's tie through with it. Do you remember what Fozzie says in the beginning of this? No. He says, you think Neil Simon had this trouble? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I love that they gave Neil Simon a shout because they use like His Neil Simon-isms so yeah. like, constantly. Yeah. In Muppet Sports, Lou Kaziger presents the blindfolded the blindfold sprint in which every runner is blindfolded and can't see the finish okay, line. Okay, well this intro, did you see the intro with all the different like pe- yes. I loved that. I was there like was this like, is cool. So much effort put behind this to make it look like a real like wild world of sports yeah. kind of segment. And it's funny cuz I watched an episode of Sesame Street not too long ago and they do a very similar bit like this with Kermit in his like reporter get up. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I, are you laughing that I like randomly watched like but an old Sesame you did, like, Street? Your whole, or, I'm laughing uh, at oh, oh this whole story you're telling me, and then the, like the gesture you just did to like put yourself as Kermit in the coat, and I saw I vis- <laughs> I saw you as Kermit. Hi, oh Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> yeah, it um it's funny that it seems like a a kind of trope that they've become a little obsessed with this like sportscaster covering. Like, non-professional, like, sporting event. Like, it's not a hockey game. It's not a baseball game. It's, like, blindfold running, you know? Or, like, it's, like, javelin throwing or, like, those kind of, like, weird... What is that called? Like, um, track and field style sports, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, Olympic... Hammer throw. Olympic things. Because, I mean, the Olympics didn't always have the professional sports of, like basketball and soccer and stuff I yeah don't think, right no, it was they have primarily like, javelin it's the classics so yeah it's like the roman classics, wrestling right? greek classics yeah depressed that he's getting nowhere with his writing fozzy asks harry for advice harry tells him about the, his inspiration for writing songs specifically the next number he tells fozzy of an african storyteller who spoke of african mythology how the elements turn the world around he tells of how there is very little difference in any of us and we have to take the time out to understand each other. Together, we can turn the world around. We come from the fire, living in the fire. Go back to the fire, turn the world around. We come from the fire, go back to the fire, turn the world around. We, we come from the fire, from living the in the fire. Go, go back, back to the fire, turn the world around. I, I really, I loved this song, and then I get depressed thinking of these kind of songs. Like, these messages that are, like, uplifting and about unity and about, like, coming together that, like, so many artists and so many creative types have been trying to make gospel for so long. And, like, it's 2022. Human nature. And, like, we're still 
money, power, like it corrupts people. As a people, we're like one step forward, two steps back, like at all times, and it's like, no, you know, it's bad. Like the state of, like, I think we mentioned this at one time, but I heard something in the news about Yemen, and I'm like, why are we st- like this? Is mm-hmm. this country is so small? Yeah. It's like, how is everybody in that country not just completely decimated? Uh-huh. There has been just bombs and war in yeah. that country for so many years. It's so fucking heartbreaking, for real, though, to, like, think this episode is from 79, and they're just like, people are people, and that, like, these, like, message of, like, we need to all, like, look out for one another and everything, and it's like, nothing ever changes, man. Nothing ever changes. It sucks. Anytime there's a person in power... Who wants more power mm-hmm. in some way? I don't know. It's like this whole thing with Ukraine and stuff like that. It's like makes me. It's just really upsetting. The world sucks. And then like North Korea just keeps shooting missiles into the ocean. Uh huh. Just They're to like, see. We have we have bombs too. You know. Yeah. Like we get it. Uh, I don't know, man. On um a like a much lighter note, the other day you came by my comic book store. As we were holding a signing for a Henson adjacent writer, yes, uh, our new friend in the shop, Darren Bennett, wrote recently a issue of Jim Henson's The Storyteller, Shapeshifter. This is like a um, a new version of the old Storyteller series, now told through comics. So it's uh, his story that he wrote was a uh, Caribbean folklore about the Old Hag, which is a an old woman by day that uh, can usually be seen in a market spotting out her next prey. And then by night she turns to a fire demon and then basically sucks the life essence out of people and like gains youth from it. Yeah. It was a really cool story. There's a lot of stories with old women, especially sucking the life out of young folk around the world. I feel like it's like, uh, yeah, it makes you wonder like, and you know what's crazy to me? You know that nowadays you can pay like I don't know, I think thirty, like around thirty thousand dollars to get a blood transfusion from a baby, and it actually does help the aging. This is like some Tom Brady reverse. bullshit. I'm not kidding. That's really weird. Like that they have like, like literally new blood, and it's like it their new blood. new blood is like because it is it does a lot of times like things have to do with like. Your blood and enzymes being purer and stuff. I'm sure. I don't know. I'm kind of talking out of my butt, but like no, but it, it does it is feel very like death becomes her. Have you ever seen that? Oh my yeah. god, dude! Death becomes they, her. And they take the potion and like the butt gets bigger. That like fucking movie is so goddamn funny. I remember watching that with my dad as a kid, and like one of my favorite scenes in that. Have you watched it like that recently? That you like remember parts of it? I've seen that movie so much that I remember parts of it because. Things that made me gay was what's her name with the beaded the model. Yeah, what's oh my her god? Name? What the hell is her name? Monica. She's she's a supermodel. She is, and she's like amazing, and I love her. And she's also a performance artist. Yeah. And her parents were super. Famous. Oh my god! I feel like she could show up Ingrid on the Muppet Bur- Show. No. No, no. Her mom is her. Is oh really? Ingrid. Ingrid. Um, the Isabella Rossellini. Jinx. Um. So, my favorite scene from that movie is when Goldie Hawn is like overweight. She's like eating ice cream. Oh my with god, her, like, Goldie Hawn in the bat suit? 
she's sitting in this like rock in this like reclining chair watching over and over again yep. as Meryl Streep gets killed on the soap opera yep. that she worked she on refi- and she starts screaming laughing cackling and like her phone starts ringing her cats are making noise and someone's like banging on but, her like, door she and just shit feeds the cat food in the can out of the can it's so fucking disgusting it's so and gross the like the chaos of her like cackling while she's rewinding and replaying and like the knocking on the door yeah. and the phone and like it it's it's like a haunting ass scene. It is haunting. Of like it's silly as hell though. That movie like, is fucking terrific. It's a very weird movie. And they all get like broken up and I they're used like to, as a kid I literally loved watching like when they fell down the stairs and like her head is backwards. She's, like, and there's the and hole like, in the one. Like it was such a gnarly movie. It like, is. And the special effects ruled, especially for their time. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. That yeah, movie is amazing. Things that made me gay. Isabella Rossellini with a uh, beaded no, necklace for a shirt. And, and her, she keeps the potion like between her tits. And, <laughs> and, and she has like, no bra on, droplet And her thing, tits yeah. are perfect. And I was just like, I could never <laughs> not think women are just like the most beautiful creatures. This movie rules. It's it very stupid. It is stupid. And the who's the husband in it that they find Bruce after? Willis. Bruce Willis. Yeah. With the fucking glasses. And like a weird ass mustache. Oh my god, he's shit. not even attractive in the movie at all. Like and he's so like he's such a nerd. Uh-huh. This movie sucks. It's so funny. It's so great. And wait, and Isabella Rossellini has like these like gay men she basically exists. like She exists in this like weird, like Sexy like, men are like all around her, and it's like, like doing smoke everything. And just oh yeah, and shit. It's the most bizarre. It's she like exists in another realm or some shit. Yeah, she is fucking incredible. <laughs> Whoever came up with the concept for that movie is like awesome. All right, Harry <laughs> Harry sings "Turn the World Around," a song about the interconnection between fire. Water, Mountain, and Spirit, accompanied by Muppets based on African masks. These Muppets were so fucking cool looking, Yeah, they were cool looking. The song continues to play over the show's closing credits, and even Statler and Waldorf sing along. I thought that this was I've never seen an episode end like that, right? Yeah, I mean, he's an... Look, Harry Belafonte is an activist, and mm-hmm. he really was a pioneer in a lot of ways. And he, I'm sure he like pushed it, like, this is a really important song. Yeah, we shouldn't like close on it. Don't. Don't do it, then close. Like, it, the masks, it is more powerful to, like, go out on it. You the know? masks were beautiful, but they were borderline, like, witch doctory, like, yeah. a little bit. But yeah, I think that's just because of the Muppetiness of it. And, yeah, I imagine that they still have to kind of keep the Muppet tone, right? Like, yeah. And it does play a little bit to that. Yeah. But so it, on Nickelodeon, they edited out the sports segment, the Muppet sports segment. I don't know if that's, like, a kids don't blindfold yourself and then go running Kind of thing. Double dare. I like to assume. Global guts. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah, that's. Do, do, what would you, you have do? it? Yeah, guts. all of those stupid shows. Ah, Michael Malley. All around, I don't know. I think I've come around on this episode, and I've appreciated it. No, I like this episode. But I liked beforehand, it. I was like, "Come on!" They literally gave nine minutes Can't. to the banana boat song. That's a lot, man. Yeah. Next week, we're going to be watching. The Leslie Ann Warren episode, episode 315, airing February 8th, 1979 in the U.S. and January 12th, 1979 in the U.K. Would you like to know what this episode is about, Sure. Tell me, Dougie. Gonzo unveils his new act. I like it already. Riding a motorcycle up a ramp into (gasps) Statler and Waldorf's theater box. Gonzo on a motorcycle? Love it. This is, yeah, it's already brilliant. Having first taken the safety precaution of chaining them to their chairs while they were dozing. Of course, the bike doesn't even get off the ramp the first time. 
this already sounds like my kind of episode. I love it's a, a Gonzo, Gonzo episode. episode. Leslie Ann Warren is a television actress. Sorry, Warren first came to attention in the 1965 televised version of Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella. In the 1960, in 1967, she appeared in the movie Happiest Millionaire. She won a Golden Globe for her miniseries, Harold Robbins, 79 Park Avenue. This is another one of those people where it's just like, I know this name. Okay. <laughs> I know this name. And she, oh my God. Okay, here we go. She played Miss Scarlet in the movie Clue. There we go. Got it. Got it. Locked in. Got it now. So yeah, join us next week as we watch the Leslie Ann Warren episode. Um, follow us online at I on social media. Sorry, at ITTWTM. We could really use some reviews. Could you leave us a positive five star review? We'd love it. Please, it'd be great. Leave Please. us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or on any of your preferred podcasting apps. Thank you. Thanks for the gumball, Mickey.